Twins blow a late lead, lose to the Tigers, lost four out of five in the series. Super ugly. Let's break it down on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Thursday, June 2nd. I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Again, this is Nash Walker. I've been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. been hosting this podcast for over two years. This is season four at Twins Daily. This is season three as host of the pod. I've seen these stretches before, but this one is ugly for the Twins. And what makes this even uglier, they blow a game to the Tigers. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Rockaball Deli's decisions in this game Chris Archer Yohan Duran Nick Gordon Twins offense Byron Buxton we'll talk about it all but this stretch is is scarier to me because the Twins now have nine straight games against the American League East with an entirely banged up roster and they are going to lose more players going to Toronto because those players are unvaccinated refuse to get the vaccine and it hurts the team in Toronto no question about it so um this sucks. I mean, this is this is a road trip from hell. I called it that day one of this road trip. They go to Detroit. They've dropped four of five. It was not good. I mean, they not only did they get blown out in some of these games, they blew a lead today. They found a way to lose. Emilio Pagan gives up a home run to Daz freaking Cameron. Daz Cameron, who had like a 450 OPS on the season, gives up a two-run game-winning home run to Daz Cameron in the bottom of the eighth, bottom of the eighth inning. I mean, you can't make it up right now for the Twins. They're 30 and 23. I mean, the record looks good, but these are opportunities you're wasting. And this ended up being not a great 15-game stretch. I thought it was going to be outstanding for the Twins. And now they're missing a bunch of guys. They went 8-7 and seven against the Royals and Tigers. And I know that the White Sox aren't going to do that. Let's just be real. Like, the Twins do have a five-game lead, and the Sox are down to Toronto again right now. one nothing. It's That game could go either way. They're not going to do what the Twins just did. Like, in the second half, when the White Sox get healthier, good teams, first-place teams, don't go 8-7 and seven against the Royals and Tigers in a 15-game stretch. I mean, things will happen. You're going to lose series to bad teams. The Dodgers just got swept by the Pirates. Things are going to happen. But right now for the Twins, it feels like this is not the end of, of a bad stretch. Like this feels like the beginning of something. And they've already lost four or five to the Tigers. They already split with Kansas City at home, which you're looking to win three out of four. You're looking to take at least three out of five from the Tigers. They took one. And now you go play Toronto, the Yankees, and the Rays. If you had split and you were middling against those three teams, but then you're like, oh, now we got Seattle and Arizona. We got the Tigers. I'd be like, okay, like this is your seven games above 500. No, now you got to actually go into your toughest nine game stretch of the year. And I'm sure the Yankees are licking their chops to play the Twins. Who's even going to pitch this weekend in Toronto? Like, who are they even bringing? I have no idea who's available. I think we're going to see Chi Chi Gonzalez. I don't know who's vaccinated. I don't know who's not vaccinated. Joe Ryan's not going to pitch. Sonny Gray's not going to pitch. Bailey Ober just pitched. Chris Archer just pitched. I mean, you're going to see Bundy. You're probably going to see Chichi Gonzalez, Bundy, and Cole Sands. That's probably going to be the three. 
I mean, Devin Smeltzer could figure in. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to look. But that's going into Toronto against a team that has won seven games in a row. If they beat the White Sox today, that's eight wins in a row. And you're facing Yusai Kikuchi, who's been outstanding this year, Jose Barrios, and Kevin Gaussman. This is going to get worse. Like it's, It feels like it's going to get worse. And then they play the Yankees, who are going to trot out Nestor Cortez, Garrett Cole, Luis Severino. That's what it sets up to be at Target Field. And then you play the Rays. Like, I think the Twins could get out of this thing and be like three games over 500. And all of a sudden, they're like a 500-ish team again, which is, I mean, that didn't seem plausible a week ago. That seemed like it was out of the realm of possibility. Like, I thought they were going to hover around 10 games above 500. Then they were going to be, you know, 33 and 21 coming out of this thing to play those nine games against tough teams. And they were going to weather the storm. And that was going to be, that was going to be it. And then they have another easy stretch after that. That's not what happened. And I don't think that's what's happening here at all. You can think forward. I don't know why you would think this offense right now is going to compete in Toronto. Why you would think Dylan Bundy, Chichi Gonzalez, whoever they put out there on the mound is going to be able to get outs against the Toronto Blue Jays lineup that has Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, Tosca Hernandez, George Springer, Alejandro. They have a great lineup top to bottom. This is probably the toughest series of the year so far for the Twins. And the bullpen. I mean, Emilio Pagan is a home run machine right now. Yeah, How do you trust Emilio Pagan if he's even going to pitch in Toronto, if he's allowed to go? I don't know. The only guy you can trust back there fully is Yohan Duran. And Joe Smith's even had a couple rough outings in a row. Duran's the only one who comes out and you're like, okay, I I feel more confident than not that he's going to get out. Everybody else is shakier than hell. Like, it's just not a good situation. The Twins look brutal right now for trading away Taylor Rogers. They got away with it for a couple weeks. Now it's like gross that they don't have Taylor Rogers and Paddock's out for the year. It sucks, man. Like, I'm not one to to be like a negative Nelly. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that. I'm not one to just like rip on the Twins, especially when they're in first place. Like, I get that. But here's the thing. You're in first place until you're not. It's a five-game lead. They play the White Sox 16 more times. Does this look like a playoff team, a first-place team to you right now? No chance. No, No shot does this look like a playoff team. It sucks. Let's talk more about it after this word from Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com and a phone in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto is outstanding, and they've been supporting Lockdown for a long time. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We have a favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Lockdown Podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Lockdown Podcast. Go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey. 
Thanks for your help. What a terrible series for Jorge Polanco and the Twins offense. Awful. I mean, Polo defensively looked brutal this series. Offensively looks brutal at the plate. What's going on? Like this offense had chances to score today and didn't. These guys aren't aren't doing it. Like they're not carrying their weight. Buxton walked in single today. Nick Gordon had a not for Nick Gordon. This game would have been lost early. Like Nick Gordon made some great plays in the field, got on the board, drove in runs, actually showed up to play today. The rest of the offense is they've taken a they took a series off. They're fine. I mean, they had a nice game in game one of the doubleheader against a reliever and Rudy Garcia coming out an opener. But other than that, they just took uh, took a couple of days off. They didn't want to hit against the Tigers. And I will give credit to the Tigers pitching staff. Tarek Skubal was great last night. Fajardo was okay today. Their bullpen is outstanding. They've been one of the best bullpens all year. That doesn't mean that you just don't score. Like, they had opportunities. They just couldn't get hits in big spots. They blow the game late. It feels like the 2021 Twins again. I mean, we should be right. Some people are saying, like, that's over. It's over. This is a new team. Even I've said that a little bit. This feels like a different team. It has for much of the year. But how can you not watch what's unfolding right now and think this is the same garbage they were doing last year at the beginning of the year in the first couple months of the season where they didn't hit with runners in scoring position. They were extremely hurt. They didn't pitch well. They blew games late when they were actually in games or had a lead. It's the same story right now in this stretch for the twins. It's frustrating to watch because I know what's coming and I'm not saying the schedule is going to be awful. Like it's not going to be a difficult schedule this year, but they can't beat the Royals and Tigers. They're not going to beat anybody. I've said so many times, the key to this division is beating the teams you're supposed to beat and just holding your own against good teams. And they, I mean, have they done that? Not recently at all. Jorge Polanco has got to step up for this team. I mean, Max Kepler needs to step up for this team and be more consistent at the plate. They need more. Byron Buxton needs to drive in runs. Like, it's great he got on a couple times today and made a, a great catch in center. Needs to drive in some runs in the Toronto series. Without those guys, they just have no shot. And also, what worries me, Sonny Gray's on the 15-day injured list. He might need a rehab start when he comes back. Joe Ryan might need a rehab start. He hasn't pitched in what feels like six months. Like he's, He hasn't been on the mound, and he's on the COVID list. He's probably going to need to ramp back up. This rotation is in, in shambles. If they were healthy and this series just happened, I'd be like, okay, they're healthy. Things should turn around. It'd be frustrating, but they're not. They're not healthy, and they're missing guys, and it doesn't feel like those guys, other than Alberto Celestino, are going to help anytime soon. I mean, when's the next time you think we'll see Joe Ryan start? I think we'd be lucky to see him for the Tampa series. You know, we have two series until then. I think we'd be lucky to see him. Sonny Gray's not eligible until Seattle, so you won't see him at all over this nine-game stretch. Bailey Ober hasn't looked very good. I mean, Chris Archer, they don't trust him enough to go six. I want to talk about that decision, Rocco Baldelli's decision to pull Chris Archer after five with the top of the order coming up. I lean toward going to Duran in six, seven, maybe at that point in time, you should have gone to a different reliever in the sixth, but I, I thought that it was okay to pull Archer there because the bullpen is, is really well rested and Archer hasn't fared well seeing a lineup a third time. As you can imagine, the twins had a one run lead. The offense put them in that spot. Like, don't get it twisted. The twins have blown these games. Emilio Pagan has not been very good lately. 
Don't get it twisted with the offense. They put Rocco Baldelli, they put the Twins in that spot because they had a measly one-run lead for like six innings. If you don't score, they will. That's just baseball. That's what happens. It's football. It's everything. If you don't score, they will, and they put him in a tough position. Could he have let Archer pitch the six, go to Duran seven, eight, and then maybe Pagan in the ninth? Yeah, I don't know how that would have been different. Maybe Archer struggles. We don't know. And he stretched the bullpen. I didn't know what he was going to do in the ninth. Was his plan for Pagan to go eight, nine? And that's that seemed ambitious for that. Uh, but it's never a bad time to go to Yuan Duran at any point in the game because he's able to give you multiple innings. He's going to get big outs for you. He's going to be able to get hitters at the top of the lineup and, and most lineups. But what sucks also is they just use Yuan Duran for two innings and he's probably down for the opener in Toronto. I mean, it, I am fearful for what we're going to see in Toronto. I'm I'm fearful for that series. I, I think rightly so. After this word from Blue Now, let's talk more about Nick Gordon's strong game. I want to talk more about Yuan Duran and then let's let's expand on this pitching staff and how they can maybe turn it around here in the short term and in the long term. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Blue Nile Jewelry is the best jewelry. It includes engagement. Make that moment sparkle. Blue Nile is outstanding. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Again, go to BlueNile.com. Use code locked on. That's code locked on at bluenile.com. Locked on sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Code locked on at bluenile.com. Here's the Twins opening day rotation Joe Ryan, COVID list. Sonny Gray, 15 day injured list. Chris Paddock, out for the season. Bailey Ober, already been on the injured list, hasn't pitched well. Chris Archer, can't go more than five. Dylan Bundy, also was on the COVID list, up and down season. There's your six. There's your six. I mean, it's it's crumbled around them. It's crumbled. How can they turn it around? There's it's just one answer. They got to get healthy, man. They need Joe Ryan back. They need Sonny Gray to be back right away in Seattle. Other like this pitching staff was a huge question mark, and then you lose your two best starters, and it becomes a. a serious weakness. I mean, it's now a serious weakness. Again, I have no idea who's pitching in Toronto. This is the one time of the season where I felt that the twins could spiral. They could tailspin because you don't have your stopper. Like Sonny Gray would be going Friday and I'd be like, okay, I'll probably give him a chance to win. Uh, They don't have him Friday and they could go into Toronto and they could play very well and they could win two out of three and surprise everybody. And Jorge Polanco could turn it on and Buxton could take control of a series I just don't see that as being a, light, a likely outcome here. I think they'd be lucky to win one of three in Toronto. Uh, Nick Gordon has been a spark, club, spark plug for them. And people rip on Nick Gordon a lot. People praise Nick Gordon a lot. I'm somewhere in the middle on Nick Gordon. I think he's fine. I don't think he should be playing every day. I also don't think you know he belongs off the roster. I think he's a good defender in the outfield. Um, you know, Decent utility option off the bench. He can be a spark plug. He can line singles all over the field. That's what he did today. And that's... 
that is another thing that reminded me of the 2021 twins where they'd have like two or three guys show up for a game and play well and everybody else sucks. That's kind of what happened today. Yoan Duran was outstanding. He, he's just that dude. Nick Gordon, Chris Archer, those three showed up. Everybody else, I'm like, I mean, you had some other good things happen, drawing walks or singling for Byron Buxton. But outside of those guys, I I mean, who played well today? Who played well in this series, really? The eight game or the eight run game in, in the first game of the doubleheader feels like a century ago. That was two days ago because they went out and, and lost three in a row right after. It doesn't matter that they, they won that game. Like you went out and lost three in a row. There's no positive momentum here. Um, Gio Urshela had a big hit today. He's been doing that. He's consistent. A lot of these guys are not consistent in the lineup. If I'm down, it's because I am. Like, how could you not be discouraged about what's happening here with the Twins? I mean, that's discouraging. And they're still 30 and 23. They're seven games above 500. But I, I mean, am I going to sit here every day and go, oh, they're still, they're three game, two game, one game. Oh, they're still at five. Oh, they're only two games. Well, it just continues to snowball on them. And now Duran's down. You don't have Joe Ryan or Sonny Gray this weekend. Toronto's on fire. Then you have the Yankees who have owned the Twins for how many years? And then you have Tampa. It ain't it ain't good, folks. It ain't good. I think there's a chance the Twins could get out of this and be like, we need to go on like a six-game winning streak to, to get back on track because they are not on track right now. They feel far from on track, and uh, it's not a good thing. Let me know what you think in the comments. Like, subscribe. If you think I'm overreacting, you can tell me. I don't, I don't know if I'm overreacting. I guess the standings show the Twins are still in first place. But, again, I don't know how you could be confident in this team right now. Uh, thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. Now make your second listen to Lockdown MLB Podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest storylines around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Win the opener in Toronto. Shut me up. Man, go Twins.